It's Monday, July 1st, 2019. Welcome to the premiere episode of the Case of the Mondays podcast, brought to you by Recruit 311. We are thrilled to have you here. Let's get going. I'm Chris Baker. I am founder and lead educator of Recruit311.com. We are thrilled to have you here for our premiere episode of Recruit311's Case of the Mondays podcast. We have a lot to talk about today. We'll talk a little bit about what Recruit311 is. After all, this is a premiere episode. And we will talk a little bit about the messaging you give your recruits around a sales role. That's the whole topic for today. We want to make sure that we cover everything we can around that because your messaging around the role that you're recruiting for has to change nowadays, especially if you've been doing this for a long time. This is one of those things where we need to make sure that we're delivering a different message nowadays. I had a conversation earlier this week that's right around this topic, and we'll make sure we get into that. But first, let's get into what Recruit311.com is, in case you've been wondering. Obviously, we've launched fairly recently, so this is something new to some of you who are recruiting into sales roles. Recruit311 is essentially all about teaching you how to recruit into commission-based sales roles especially, but also into sales roles where you have a salary component as well because they're very, very similar. What we want to do, we have an online course that will help you to learn how to properly recruit. That's source, select, and onboard brand new recruits into your sales role. See, a lot of us in these types of roles are not an HR-based background. We are sales managers. We are people who are coaching these people that we bring into the business into success. And then we also have that additional responsibility of recruiting brand new people in. Part of what happens is when we have that responsibility, if we're a better coach than we are a recruiter, we sometimes pick the wrong people into the industry. They don't last, they don't stay, and then we wonder why in the end. That's what Recruit 311 is meant to solve. It's supposed to give you the opportunity to take the course, learn how to properly source salespeople that are top producers. That's what we really want to achieve when you take that course. Find the top producers because I can tell you right now those top producers are not available on traditional job sites. If you're spending your entire day on Indeed looking for those candidates, you'll learn throughout this course that's not where they are. Yes, you can find that diamond in a rough, but there's not necessarily that superstar that you've been looking for into 
that into those those types of job sites and those those job boards. That's that post and pray method. Or if you have access to a resume database because you've paid for that, you're not going to get what you're looking for necessarily in that database. Just because those people are ready and willing to take any kind of job they can get. And in a lot of cases, that means they'll start with you, but they'll end with you very soon as well. So this, this course is all designed to make sure that you use networking, that you use your elevator speech, that you use the, the things that you do in the community, that you go to places like referrals on a regular basis, whether that's internal or external. You use centers of influence. You use social media like Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn to source your candidates. If you're not currently doing that or don't know how to do that, the Recruit 311 course is designed for you. Even if you are doing that but want to find better methods of using things like social media, again, the Recruiting Mastery course is probably for you as well. Now, Recruit 311 is a little more than that too. It is all about the Recruiting Mastermind course as well. And if you take the Recruiting Mastermind course, you get constant access to that. We're not really not trying to make this first episode of the podcast an ad, but we, we just want to make sure you understand what we do. And, and that is part of what we do, is making sure that you're always up to date on the latest recruiting trends, whether that's recruiting trends that have to do with sourcing, whether that's selection trends that, hey, we're finding better people by using this method of selection, we are going to make sure that's introduced to you through the mastermind course as well. So you're never left in the dust. And actually our later topic today on this podcast is all about somebody who's been left in the dust as far as modern day sourcing is concerned. And, you know, they're happy to have allowed me to to share their story because we've we've kind of fixed exactly what they were they were having a problem with and they're really excited about that. So we wanted to share that story on this podcast. They've allowed us to do so. Uh, not using the name or company, of course, but we want to make sure that we share this excellent story about sourcing and, and telling your story about the career as well. Very, very important. So that's what we're going to get into next. But again, like I say, Recruiting Mastermind will keep you up to date. This is the type of thing that will, will keep you constantly up to date on the best sourcing methods, best selection methods, and strongest onboarding procedures to make sure that your salesperson is somebody who's going to succeed into the business. Now, Here's what we also have, personal coaching. We can deliver everything else in uh, in person as well. We can do this through a workshop so you don't have to take the online course. If you'd rather have us come into your office and do the course in front of you, in front of your team over a two or three day period, we can do that. Uh, we also do consulting as well. So if your company is looking for opportunities uh, to better sales recruiting, we certainly have the ability to come out and consult with you as well. And we can do that remotely too. So forget the prices, forget the ad. The ad is over. That's just the shameless plug to start our first podcast. Not an ideal way to start a podcast, but at the same time, you do need to understand what it is we do. And we're really thrilled to have you listening to us this morning and uh, or this afternoon or wherever you're listening, because of course, this is a week-long podcast delivered to you every Monday. Uh, and we won't talk for a week, but we will talk uh, about a very important topic uh, that is probably one that a lot of people are forgetting in this industry. This is a topic that uh, it's not even about forgetting. It's just not learning the right ways to tell your career story. You see, it's always tough to to move somebody who's going to be a strong producer into a sales role without them fully understanding what it is they're going to be doing. I had a consultation this week with somebody who is is looking at ways to better their recruiting, especially sourcing and, and even early selection. And one of the things that they indicated was that 
everything they used to do, everything they do today, everything they've they've been trying to sell candidates on with the career used to work. It's always been this way. What happened? Why why is this not working anymore? And you know, it's always been this way is a very dangerous phrase, as we all know. And 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 that's where I think, you know, a lot of people are, are dropping the ball when it comes to recruiting and sourcing into a sales role, whether that's commission or salary based. And that is uh, and that is focusing too much on this, the, the income, on what you can make. Nowadays, things have changed. People need to understand what it is they're going to be doing before you ever talk about income. And it's funny because this person said to me, Chris, you know, I I know they're going to be super interested in in our commission-based program. And I said, well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to deliver to me your initial meeting. What What are you saying to candidates the first time they come into your office and learn about your great, amazing career opportunity that allows them to build their own career and, and, and start their own business and be successful in the long run. And he went through this this particular presentation, and it started out great. Everything was great uh, at first. I was very interested. I thought, you know, this is a, this is actually pretty good. I'm I'm not sure I totally understand why he's having so many issues. Uh, he's talking about the company, the long history of the company, uh, what the role itself entails. Uh, also talking a little bit about, you know some of the things that you do outside of what your your actual product delivery is and that seemed interesting to me and then he quickly segued into here's how you're going to make money and that was fine uh but what i noticed about the way he was presenting this was and it's an old way i remember when i was doing national recruiting for one of canada's largest uh insurance companies this was one thing that was done really really well by certain recruiters in our business and and we took their presentations and we put them on video and we loved their comp presentation compensation this and compensation that and and we we really found very quickly that uh while the compensation presentation was good for an understanding perspective it was not a good sales tactic necessarily because when they got confused those they being the candidates uh, they tuned out they tuned out of the rest of the presentation and that's what I did to this guy who was giving me his presentation all of a sudden he got into a uh, uh, here's what your income could be in the first year and he used a bunch of jargon that I don't understand if I'm a new candidate now personally I understand it because I was a financial services uh, sales manager I was speaking to and I do understand some of this jargon but what the biggest thing is, is I remember uh, candidates going through this and and thinking, what is he talking about? And and so I put myself into that candidate's shoes and again thought that myself, which was essentially, you know, if I'm a candidate and I'm hearing this jargon, I don't know what this means. The deeper he gets into this and he's talking about, you know, you get this type of bonus, but you only get that for your first few years because we're just giving that to you because you're new to the business, but but it's a great way to make extra money. And hey, if you make, uh, if you don't make this right out of the gate, don't worry. If you make it at the end of your year, we'll top you up at the end. There's an opportunity to get 80% of all of what we've given you as your bonus in the end. Are you starting to get confused on the podcast? Because I certainly was on the presentation. And 
this is where this is where we all have to really take a step back and, and understand that, especially in the beginning, when you're talking to a candidate at very first, somebody who may not know a whole lot about your industry, this is is important, but not the biggest thing. The biggest thing is, as a candidate, I need to know why I'm doing this. And, and what I gave as feedback in this particular session was I didn't hear any of why I would want to do this, right? This is, I'm coming from, let's say I'm coming from managing my own small shop on downtown Toronto. And, and I'm hearing this story for the first time about what a great career I can have making all this money selling insurance, selling investments, selling whatever. And... I don't know why I want to do that. I don't know why I want to do that. You haven't told me one thing about why I would even care about this. I mean, I'm selling flowers out of my flower shop in downtown Toronto. I have not had the chance, nor have I ever really researched any of this financial stuff. Why is this something that's important to me? And and I asked him that question. And, and when I asked him that question, I got the presentation I was looking for in the beginning. You know, you're making a difference in people's lives. You're protecting families. You're helping them invest for their future. You're helping them buy their first home or save for their education or prepare for the baby that's about to be born or plan for their wedding. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now when I hear that, that's a big impact. That's an impact that I'm not having in my mom and pop shop in downtown Toronto. And I would love to hear more about this career career. I have to know how I'm going to make money. So don't get me wrong. As a candidate, I need to know how I'm going to make money. But nowadays, where people want more impact in their lives, where people are seeing impact on social media, where people are seeing impact outside in the regular media, people want to have that impact. People want to say, I'm making a difference in my career. Let's face it, the most fulfilling things you do have nothing to do with the money you're making. The most fulfilling things you do are when you help others and when you help uh, people develop and grow, right? And so this is where we're really starting to see this shift in recruiting where if you're recruiting for sales, you're a teacher in the world of sales now. You teach what you know. You are giving advice. I can get product pushing from the internet. How many times have you sat on Facebook and you see Facebook ads that are something you just talked to a friend about? That's product pushing. It doesn't tell you why you need that product or anything like that. They've just seen that you sent a message earlier or you posted about something earlier or you Google searched something earlier and here's the product that can solve that problem without the reasoning behind why I would use it. That is the product pushing of today. Salespeople who are face-to-face are building relationships and today more than ever are not pushing product. They're pushing solutions to problems in people's lives. Because I can get an insurance policy online. I can invest online. I've got robo-advisors. I've got other things that I can do to, to just satisfy the fact that I need a product, right? I can go to Amazon to get whatever I want. I don't need to go to your store anymore, right? Unless you can give me the advice I'm looking for as to why it's so important for me to come to you. It's the exact same thing in recruiting. If you're face-to-face recruiting somebody into a commission-based sales role or into even a salary-based sales role out of something else they've been doing, whether that's own a business, maybe they've been in management, whatever it is, remember, we're trying to disturb the candidate into 
out of their current career, see their current career as not enough for them, and see your career that you're recruiting them for as something that they need in their lives, you have to do it the exact same way they should be selling, which is giving advice and teaching. And you need to teach them why they're doing this career. Why would I want this career? And if you can successfully teach me that, I'm excited because now I understand why I'm making an impact, how I'm helping families, how I'm helping people achieve their financial goals. Or if you're a real estate agency, the real estate goals, or if you're in mortgages, their, their home financing goals. And why is refinancing important? Why is taking equity out important? And if you can explain and help them understand that aspect of the career, the impact that they're making, you will be able to get them to pique their interest. Now, what happens when you do this, as soon as you pique their interest, as soon as you pique their interest in learning more about the career, this is when the door begins to open for income. Because as we we said earlier in this episode, income is still important. People have to put food on the table. We're not telling you not to sell how to make money in your business, but save it for later. Save it for later. Because once you've piqued that interest in your candidates, once you've piqued that interest in why they want to do this, why am I making an impact? And I'm not just talking about millennials here, because that came up in the conversation I had earlier this week as well. Well, you're just describing millennials. No, I'm not. Not anymore. I would have told you three three years ago, yeah, that's true. That's true. Millennials need to know why they need to be doing what they're doing. What's the impact? How am I going to be satisfied in my career? How, what kind of support am I going to get? That type of thing. Now that's everybody. I'm sorry, but now that's everybody. And and the reality is, if you don't get into that right away, you're going to lose their attention. So how many of you have been sourcing and recruiting and finding that what happens is you have lots of first meetings, but all of a sudden that first meeting disappears. Maybe you've got an assessment to send out to them they never do, or maybe uh, maybe they just never return your calls or your emails again. Most likely it was because you became victim to the stats. You became you made them become victim to the numbers, right? And the numbers, they don't understand. They don't understand your jargon. They don't understand how, how to get paid. They're not even in your career yet, so they don't really care how to get paid. Why am I interested in doing this as a career first and then I'll worry about how I'm going to get paid. It's not all about money anymore. Again, it's important, but it is not the only thing. And that's why you really, really have to focus on that why you do it piece. Then as you move forward, as you move forward in your selection process, you get that opportunity to discuss a little more about the compensation. And one of the things I would suggest, I saw a great compensation presentation uh, done over an entire selection process. So that initial amount of money that they can make, especially in a commission-based role where there's a number of different ways to make an income, that initial a little bit amount of money they can make up front, explain that. Explain that at first. How does one product lead into another? That sort of thing. And then maybe the second meeting. Save the, the advanced bonus information for the second meeting, unless they ask. I mean, certainly if they ask the questions uh, and, you know, is there anything more I can make on top of this? Is this really all I can make? Well, then no, of course, you're going to get into a little bit more information on on the rest of the career. But what you want are in the rest of the income opportunity. But what you want to do is make sure that you can make it understandable. Remember, in a lot of cases that a lot of these referrals are coming from you, maybe they're clients of your 
own internal people. Maybe they are um, the people that have owned their own business but not in your industry, that type of thing. If that's the case, they need to understand a little better about your industry first and, and then focus on that income. So that's one of the biggest topics we wanted to talk about today. As we go on to our next topic uh, next week, we're going to talk a little bit about um, what what the sourcing process should look like uh, nowadays, how it's changed, how we're using social media differently than we were ever using it before for sourcing and selection. There's a lot of uh, new opportunities in social media you may not be aware of, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to try to have a guest on next week as well to share some best practices that they are doing. Uh, Very important guest, as a matter of fact. We're just trying to secure. If not, it'll be in episode three, but we're going to try and make sure that's done for you next week so you have lots of value. Uh, Certainly in the comments to the the podcast, please make sure you you let us know. Go to recruit three. 311.com let us know what it is you want to hear what it is you want to learn about if we haven't covered it in recruiting mastery we will find somebody who knows and has best practices we want to make sure this podcast is as valuable for you as possible so if you think of a topic or you think of something you'd love to learn somebody's doing let us know let us hear about it go to www.recruit311.com the numbers 311 and uh, and let us know you can also send me an email, chris.baker at recruit311.com. I'm happy to answer. I'll answer as quickly as possible. Follow us on social media, recruit underscore 311 on Instagram, recruit311 on both Facebook and Twitter, and we'll soon be on LinkedIn as well. Thank you so much for joining our very first episode, our premiere episode of Recruit311's Case of the Mondays podcast. We'll see you next week.